Hey, welcome back for another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. My guest today is Karen Capello. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michelle. It's great to be here. I am really excited for our conversation. You have an amazing amount of experience, and I'll I'll read your official bio in a minute, Um, but you've been around a while doing what you do. I guess I have. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I know you've had a little bit of an ev- evolution in your journey. So I'm curious to find out more about that. And right now, what you do is you are a master certified coach. You work with other coaches to help them really grow their business. And I think that's great because one of the things I see so often is coaches get started and they're really good at the coaching skills, but they have no idea how to get clients. Uh, that is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that is- it's not one of the things they teach you in, in coaching school. No. And in fact, that's kind of how I got into all of this. I, I came from a background in estate planning and I was literally working 60 to 70 hours a week. I mean, I can't even imagine it now, but it, it really was happening. And, mm. uh, and I was very successful. You know, I made the million dollar round table my second year, which was almost unheard of in that field. Wow. You know, Y2K. And, uh, but I was, I, I was so tired and I mm. loved working with my clients. And then I have to go back and crunch all those numbers, you know, it was okay in my head, but <laughs> I really like more of what do you want to do with your life? What do you yeah. want to do with your retirement? You know, all of that. Mm. So, um, one, so right around the, um, September 11th, 2001, I was at a socially responsible investing conference here in Tucson, Arizona, and, you know, we got the news about what was happening in the world, and that day I said, I can't do this anymore because I don't really love everything. So I quit my job, and I had some money saved, and I cleaned out every drawer and closet in my house. Little did I know, clean out a drawer, get a client. You know, this is before this was all coming out. So I did that and I waited and one of my friends who was a, who was a, um, a multimillionaire, actually, she said to me, you know what? I've been listening to these things about coaching. You're coaching us all. So you may as well just go to school Mm -hmm. and get started. And I said, okay. Wow. Well, that's, that's such an interesting way to end up in the coaching industry, but I think a lot of us have had kind of that epiphany moment of, I don't love what I'm doing right now. There's got to be something more. Yes, yes, and I was very fortunate that I had a business background coming into coaching because then I, I started, got started right away. And right. Found me, well, you know this, Michelle, because you're so, you're so good at this, but they were figuring out their websites and putting together their marketing materials in a vacuum, I will say. Right. And I was out there talking to everybody I knew, and I was getting clients right and left because I was having conversations. I did not even have a website my first year. <laughs> well, okay. And in your first year of coaching, I've read your bio. You did like 250 hours of coaching in nine months. I did. I was on fire. <laughs> and that's without a website. Uh, what's that? Uh, that was without a website. Oh, yeah. And one of my clients actually said to me, I'm a web designer. You need a website. I want to give this to you. I go, okay. You know, I don't know. 
That's awesome. So let's let's talk about that. Let me read some of your official bio here just for those who are listening and curious. Karen is a master certified coach who works with both new and seasoned coaches to grow their businesses and create the life they dream of. During more than 30 years in business, her experiences as a university administrator, president of a semiconductor manufacturing company, Mm -hmm. and a state planner utilized her natural coaching abilities. Let's stop there for a second. Those don't seem connected at all. But you found kind of a common thread. Mm-hmm. That's you know, really what's, interesting. What's really, what's really interesting is um, that was a family business. Uh-huh. So my father had that business, and um, I went to work with him for a while, and I realized this, that definitely was not my skill set, <laughs> although um, I did pretty well. You know, we did uh-huh. pretty well, uh, but I got a lot of experience in that business. And my, my, um, I taught graduate and undergraduate uh, I, was, I was president of a semiconductor manufacturing company. I was also a uh, financial planner. So I say I ruined my resume. I had to go into coaching because coaching <laughs> all together. That is really fascinating. And I think that's one of the things that, that coaches helped me understand was sometimes when you have that crazy journey in life, if you can find what that common thread through it is, you find out what you're actually here to do. Mm-hmm, for sure. Interesting. So, okay, you went into coaching. You're the former chief learning officer for International Coach Academy. You've trained coaches in six different coach training organizations. Yes. <laughs> that is really cool. So the interesting thing to me is is the approach that you've got to it now. And let's talk for a minute about your book because mm-hmm. your book is called The Clients You Are Seeking Are Also Seeking You. Tell me about that. Oh, you know, there, there is such a truth in this, Michelle. And I think so many coaches, because they don't understand business, they come into coaching, as you said, they're great coaches, but they don't know how to market and sell themselves. And I think what they don't realize is that, um, that their clients really are seeking them. You know, there's, there's this whole energetic and spiritual underpinning to everything we do. And uh, for instance, you know, I go back to when I first became a coach and, uh, I, I told you that I was, uh, I went to that socially responsible investment, right. investment conference. Well, at that time, one of my friends was living in my house cause she was getting a divorce and I told her just come and stay with me. And so she did. And right after that, she moved out into her own apartment. And okay. this was my, my other friend said, you're, you're going to be a coach. So she gets on the phone with me and I, she said, what are you going to do? I said, well, you know, my friend told me that I should be a coach. And she said, they have been tell- friends have been telling me to get a coach for a year now. And I never wow. did because I couldn't find the person I wanted. I'm hiring you today. Wow. So here's the crazy thing. Think about this. My first client was actually living in my house. And I didn't know it. She was right there. Your clients wow. are all around you. You know, that is really, I think, an important thing for people to hear and realize that sometimes we get lost. Like you said, people are in a vacuum. They're spinning their wheels. They're trying to figure out, what's my website? What's my social media? All of these pieces, build a funnel, have a webinar, all of this. Mm -hmm. And your clients, literally not even right next door, but in your house. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wow. So, and you mentioned something earlier. You said, clean a drawer, get a client. What did you mean? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's that book about um, the art of, I can't remember, it's the magical art of decluttering or something like Uh that. 
you know, pick up everything and decide if you if it feels good for you. But uh, Cheryl Richardson at the time actually had a um, some kind of a, a t it was a um, audio tape. It was one of those little cassette tapes. This is how I long ago this. about about this about if you declutter, and this is actually true. If you clean out a drawer or clean out a closet, you're making room, and mm. it, it is mind blowing mind-blowing how often this stuff happens that is really really interesting i know one of the things that you do teach about is that link between your energy which clutter and your your environment really does affect your energy and growing your coaching business so where do you start with somebody when you have clients come in and they're not getting the clients that they want yet where do you start to look at okay where's your energy at how do we shift that Right. I have a concept that I call essence energy. Mm -hmm. I really haven't heard no one else talk about this. Mm -hmm. I haven't trademarked the name, but I mean, I always talk about it. So um, every person has an energy that they feel when they are most alive. And it's a, a little bit of a different style. So I, I, my essence energy is called tender exuberance. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you get a feeling from me of like this, a little bit of exuberance, but also the tenderness and the love too. Yeah. And that's how I feel when I'm, when I'm in front of my client that I can help the best. I feel, I get this feeling of tender exuberance. Mm. Um, another client of mine, you know, her energy, she calls it serene heart. So it's a little yeah. less exuberance and a little bit more tranquil, but it still yeah. has a uh, another person. I was on a webinar one time and she said, my essence energy, I call it tulip. I have no idea why, but whatever okay. that was, it would, it, she felt it, you know, she could feel it within herself. So I say to my clients, let's figure out what your essence energy is. What's that energy that you can feel in your body when you are most alive? And then every time you do anything, you get into your essence energy. Now, this is crazy. Like before you send an email, you get into your essence energy. Obviously, before you get on an enrollment conversation, before you write a sales letter, anything you do, you want to infuse it with your essence energy because it's going to have a kind of a corresponding energy from the person yeah. uh, that you're looking to attract to you and bring in. Right. Oh, that's interesting. So it's really looking at what is the energy you're feeling when you are in that space where things are working, you're excited with the client, all of those pieces. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That's really interesting because I can imagine that would affect not just your sales conversations, but also your actual coaching work. Definitely. I mean, you. but we know this as coaches, right? Before we're going to get in a coaching session, we light the candles, we anoint ourselves with essential oils, we do all that. But when we're going to do other things in our business, we don't think about that. Yeah. That's really interesting. So you kind of bring people back to finding their center and that essence energy before they do their marketing, before they go out having those mm -hmm. client conversations. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. How do you find most people react to that? Is it an easy conversation where people are like, oh, that makes sense? Or is it like a, I don't know. Um, my clients, see, my clients get it. They love it. They've spent mm -hmm. years in corporate denying their intuition, denying their essence energy, being all up here for years and years and years, cutting themselves off. You know, they do say they, the guys have a tie because it cuts them off from their heart and their head. 
<laughs> oh my. Right? So, yeah. so think about that. So um, what they're, they're just so refreshed yeah. to get back to their authentic self and their authentic energy. And, and you know, back in the 90s, I think, well, no, this was in the 70s. I, I was an interpersonal communications major, uh-huh. speech major. And they used to have this study by Albert Moravian that said um, 93% of communication is nonverbal. And only 7% is about the words. And I think what they were pointing to is, like, when I talk about the nonverbal, it's the energy. It's your, yeah. um, it, it's, it's your vibe. You know, they say right. the vibe attracts your tribe. So mm-hmm. when you think about this, 93% of your vibe is going to attract your tribe. Why am I trying to figure out what's the right word to use in my sales letter? Please. You know, there is something freeing about looking at it that way. I think sometimes we get really caught up, especially in conversations with people about, I got to say the right thing. I got to invite them the right way. When it really is more about who are you being in that moment? How are you showing up? And what's your energy, your vibe? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. So here's one that I'm sure I'm not the first person to ask, but if you've identified that and you know, okay, this is the way that I choose to show up to be my most effective, my most energized. How do you keep that going when things are not going the way you want them to? Or, you know, life throws stuff at us, right? So what do you do to stay in that energy? Oh, you know, there are so many things you can do. So each for each person, it's probably a little different. Like there are so many self-development tools. Like you've probably heard of EFT. Mm-hmm. Which I don't do very much of, but some okay. people love that tapping. Uh, just the other day, I wanted to uh, enroll people in a group. And I was feeling like my energy was not exactly um, as, as high as I wanted it. And I took out a um, radical forgiveness worksheet. Huh. And I went through the radical forgiveness worksheet um, and just looked for anywhere in my life where I needed to forgive. And mm-hmm. I just picked, I mean, believe me, everything wow. is something, right? Because we all have judgments. Oh, so yeah. um, I went through this sheet, and I, I don't know if it was about 20 minutes, and Um, within about an hour, I got an email from a former client that said, "Um, I see you have a group I'd like to join. So like this stuff works. Wow. Whatever it is. So whatever it is that brings you there, like some, for some people, it's a song for some Mm. people, it's a a, a scent for some people. It's like, you know, getting pictures of their kids and looking at them because it'll put them into that space. Gotcha. That makes sense. So it's, it's, sounds like there's a lot of different ways to do it and part of it is just being really conscious so that's where you want to be mm-hmm. yeah and when you're and noticing when you're not mm-hmm. and you know some people do the uh what is what is this uh gail byron katie some people do oh. okay accepting what is right yeah. but also i like to shift i'm a big abraham hicks fan so i like to shift to the positive so yeah. i do a lot of a lot of those processes but we, you could almost use anything, but the idea yeah. is be aware of when you're out of your essence energy and then have a few tools in the toolbox of how to get back into your essence energy. Gotcha. That makes sense. And I love the focus on the positive. I think for a lot of us, we need to be in that positive energy to be effective. Oh, definitely. And here's the other thing. If, if a client comes to me and I'm not in my essence energy, mm-hmm. those are the clients that are not completely aligned with my vibration. So those are the oh. clients that are going to take most, the most energy away from me. Mm-hmm. They're going to want more and more and more. I mean, yeah. they don't have the boundaries. 
So if I'm in my essence energy, I can pretty much guarantee that the ones who are coming to me are going to be the perfect fit because it's, it's the energy. I love that. I love that. So a couple of questions for you. Like one thing that I ask everybody is what's your favorite part of what you do? Oh my gosh. So much. Um, I think my favorite part of what I do is really supporting people in their own transformation. It's just so gratifying. You know, every Mm -hmm. single day uh, I get to witness the magnificence of others. I get to witness people being really courageous, really vulnerable, um, making a difference in their own lives. And um, for me to be kind of the wind beneath their wings to do that is, it's really such an honor and a privilege actually. I love that. Yeah, I, I can imagine watching that, especially when you're able to help people see things in a different way where marketing and sales becomes not this overwhelming, icky thing, but something that they can find where they feel good about it and stay in that energy. Is, that's got to be rewarding. Yeah, people, coaches really don't see uh, as a whole, they yeah. don't really understand the amount of transformation that they themselves can go through and that their clients can go through when they embrace this process. And um, I've learned so much about myself, you know, through this marketing and sales process. And so, and my clients have learned so much about themselves too. Absolutely. You know, I think that's something that I've heard coaches say before, when you want to go on a personal growth journey, start a business. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. It's the best one. And this is the thing. I wish coaches would understand this because if they saw it as a personal growth journey, they run to it. We love our personal growth. That's a good point because sometimes the things that we resist really are a part of that journey. And what you said a second ago about watching not just ourselves transform through it, but our clients is huge because I notice when I step up more, my clients step up more. They kind of keep pace with where you're at. And when they see us transforming and growing and developing, they want the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, very, it's so much fun. And, you know, I work probably less than half of the hours I worked before when I was in estate planning. I'm making more money. Well, probably around the same, but, you know, I have so much more freedom. Uh, than I did then so you know it's it's kind of amazing it is it's great to be able to uh, find that what is it that you're really good at through all the different like you said destroying your resume (laughs) career path and be able to put it towards something that really not just supports you but creates such change for others Mm -hmm. that's awesome well and speaking of what you said which is really uh, you know, acknowledging your results, your clients' results. You have a free ebook on your site called Measuring Coaching Success, where you talk through what's that process? How do you look at where your clients have come through so that you can learn how to communicate what it is the value is in what you do? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I, well, I noticed that coaches, like, we tend to, to gloss over what we've done. You know, we forget. So um, measuring coaching successes at the beginning of every single coaching engagement. You do a very simple scaling process, zero to 10, to find out where your client is. And at the end, you do another zero to 10. And so that, that this person can say, well, wow, I, I, I gained 50% more confidence. Some of the things that are very hard to quantify. 
And this can really help us as coaches understand what we're doing, but it can also help create testimonials. This is why I insist that my clients use this process with every single client because it, it helps them understand what they're doing. It helps the client too. Because once you've had yeah. that transformation, you forget where you were. You're like, oh, well, that was easy. <laughs> if you have a good coach, yes, it can be. And that's such a great point because we do tend to not want to acknowledge the successes and the wins and having something that actually measures it in terms of more than just dollar signs is really helpful. Mm -hmm. I love really that. So I, we should probably tell people where they can find that. Um, MeasuringCoachingSuccess.com. <laughs> awesome. We'll put a link because I know people are listening. They're like, where do we find the worksheet? We want this. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'll put a link wherever you guys are watching. If you're watching on video or if you're listening to the audio of this, there will be a link right near it. It's MeasuringCoachingSuccess.com. You can go there and get a copy of this for yourself because it will help you figure out what is the real value in what you do. How do you measure it in a way that your clients get even more excited because they can see their success mm -hmm. and you can get excited about their success and continue building your business with it. Um, Karen, thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome, Michelle. Yeah, it's such a simple process. I really, I really love um, my tagline is success with ease and joy because I came out of success with hard work. So I like to create a lot of ease wherever I can. And this is a very, this process creates a lot of ease. You know, I love that because one of the questions that I have for probably the last six months especially been very intentional about asking myself anytime I get frustrated or overwhelmed or anything else is, what if this could feel differently? What would I want it to feel like? And then how do I do it? Because mm -hmm. just like the energy, just being aware of it, you can shift from overwhelm and frustration into being able to do something with ease and joy, but you got to be aware of it and know what it looks like for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and, and sharing your story and some of what you've learned works so well for you uh, so others can take that and figure out a little bit what might be out of alignment and how they can get some better results in their marketing. Yes, and I have so many stories I could tell of how this stuff really works. So I just want everybody to understand. Well, I mean, I could tell you neuroscience. Actually, I don't know the neuroscience, but I know there is neuroscience. Yeah. All I know is on a practical level, this is not woo-woo. This is not pie in the sky. This is absolutely practical strategies and tactics to get your business going. Try it. I love that. Sometimes all we really need to know is it works. Yes. <laughs> love that. Thank you again so much. And for everybody listening, make sure you go to measuringcoachingsuccess.com. You can find that ebook and the tracking sheet there. And you can also connect with Karen at karencapello.com. It's K-A-R-E-N-C-A-P-P-E-L-L-O.com. And that link will be near the video or the audio that you're listening to as well. Thanks again, Karen. You're welcome, Michelle, and thank you for all that you do and all the great insights and information that you're bringing. Uh, you're, a, you're a fabulous host, and um, you yourself are so accomplished, so it, it really is an honor to be here with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So for those of you listening, if this is something that grabs your attention, it's a little different perspective on how you can approach some of the pieces in your coaching business, reach out to Karen, have a conversation with her and find out more about what she does because it may just be that piece that you've been searching for.
Uh, with that, thank you for listening today. Be sure you subscribe wherever you're listening at, rate, review, and share the podcast. And I will catch you back again for another episode.